Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right now at Chemist Warehouse, find Maxi G650 tablets for only $16.99. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. It's 7.26, call us anytime, 0800 It's Tradies Hour with night and day. Warm up this morning with a hell of a coffee, starting at 4 bucks 50 Grab me one, Izzy, that's 9 bucks at your local night and day. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. One goal in three matches was not enough to see our football ferns through to the final stages of the FIFA Women's World Cup. While the hype of the World Cup has captured the imagination of a nation, it will be interesting to see if enough has been done to keep the droves flocking to the remaining games here in Aotearoa. Three key points have been realised for me at this World Cup. One, women's sport is alive and kicking up a storm down under. Two, Kiwis absolutely love their sport and rugby or league aren't the only game people want to see. But this one here, number three, we need our universities to understand the opportunity that they are missing by not including sport as an identity within our system here in New Zealand. Could you imagine what a university sporting landscape here in Aotearoa could look like if we could get it up and running in New Zealand? We only have to look at the USA team and all the players and other teams that come through a similar structure in the US. The answer is only one goal in three games, but the question is, if we had a better structure like university competitions, would that equate to more goals and longer tilts at World Cup titles for our ladies? I think it would. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Oh, I love it, Kempe. Um, I, was, I was part of an event over the weekend, actually. I was at Burnham Military Camp, and I spoke to a lot of the, the officers, warrant officers, and, and you know high-ranking officers out there. It was pretty cool, man. Awesome experience for myself. And I was talking uh, about this situation. You, think, you remember the days when the police rugby team, the army rugby yep. team, up against the navy rugby team, well, they don't even have any teams anymore because no one's interested in playing sport coming through because we're losing them at a young age now. And it's the same with school. You know, when they leave school, the junior rugby teams at clubs are thriving. But once they go through, trying to convince them to stay in sport once they get older is, is difficult. And that's for a lot of reasons, you know, there's a lot of different sports on offer for these kids, a lot of them are just, you know, fall out of love with, with or passion. Mate, our universities, has there ever been a system where you could potentially go to university? Yes, there are university rugby teams, 
You know, I played for Varsity down here in, in Christchurch. They got a good connection to the to the club. They got a really strong women's rugby team. But other sports, I'm unsure. But uh, yeah, I can see a lot of correlation and positives from it. You know, this is a situation now where we're trying to hold on to these athletes once they leave school, and we're losing them. And could this be the way to fix it? Yeah, look, see, I was thinking about it and going, you know, well, we can't score any goals, but you have a look at the other teams, and most of them through this college system that they have over in America, you look at the NFL, the basketball, soccer, you know, lacrosse, anything that's played Mm. at those universities in America, the universities get right behind it. The other thing that it creates is it creates better people to go back into club lands, you know what I mean? So even if you don't Mm. make it to that next top level, you go back and you stay within the sport. So my universities, they're called affiliates um, to sports. They they just aren't utilised in this country. And I think if you have a look up and down the mutu, down the country, mm. from from Auckland to Waikato to Wellington to Christchurch to Dunedin, there's five universities there that could establish a sporting identity. You know, whether it be rugby, netball, soccer, whatever. And kids that, because the universities are growing, but we've got no sport. And I see that being a massive opportunity. Rick Dog, just a question for you. You look at the squad, that uh, the football ferns, and you, you know what the Black Ferns were able to do. We've got to shoot off quickly uh, in a wee, wee while, but Black Ferns inspired the next generation. Now, I feel like this is the same for, for the um, football ferns. Like they, there's young girls around the country that will be just absolutely frothing and loving what they're about. More fans have come out of the woodworks from this performance. Obviously, it didn't get on like we were hoping, but when you look at this team and you look at the future of football, particularly in the women's area in New Zealand, are you, ha- are you happy it's in a good spot? Are we excited? Can we continue on from this form? I think we've gained a lot of traction here. But you're looking forward, can we be competitive and continue to be competitive? Yes, I think we can. I think the good thing is, and you know, people have com- uh, comments on this, but Yekiklimpakova is with us through to the next World Cup, so we've got consistency in the coaching and the uh, the direction of the type of football we want to play. But this squad isn't a young squad, so there is mm, going to be a yeah. lot of turnover between this World Cup and the next one, I will say that. So I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to retire players uh, before they're ready to do it themselves. But I would suggest that there's probably half a dozen players, uh, at least, that won't be there next. That's time what around. I was thinking. You're looking at all the players. And I was thinking, oh, that there are aging. You know, I think Katie Bowen was was phenomenal last night. She was so good to watch. Mm. But she's obviously getting on in in her career. So you know, is there enough talent coming through the next generation? We'll, we'll get your thoughts later on in the show and get a bit more understanding. But thank you for that, Kempi. I think it's great that potentially the correlation between sport from school to university, they do it so well over in America. It'd be interesting to see if we could continue that on. Anyway, stay tuned. Headlines with Rick Dog coming up. We've got a Choices Flooring poll. And then we've got Lane O'Brien talking the ashes later on in the show. So stay tuned. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.